Jara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Vichara Spy Chain. This is Norhadi and today we're going to talk about Lean Spy Chain, creating a Spy Chain strategy. And with me now, Lee Kempi, he is a Lean Six Sigma Guru and President at Performance Excellence based in U.S. Thank you for joining us, Lee, and welcome to Vichara Spy Chain. Thank you. Okay, so... Before we start, can you please tell us a bit about yourself and your professional background? All right. Well, since it's a supply chain audience, I'll kind of orientate it that direction. Um, My supply chain background starts in the military, uh, where I was stationed in Italy for five years. Uh, We call the supply chain in the military the quartermaster group. So I was responsible um, for really resupply of a military unit through airdrop. So I had parachute mm-hmm. riggers and things like that. Uh, but when I decided to get out of the military, I uh, earned my MBA and then was very fortunate to be hired by General Electric and was placed right into the Lean Six Sigma black belt job description in a supply chain organization called Penske Logistics. Uh, Penske, I don't know about today, but at that time was three primary products. You had transportation, which was the trucking group, logistics and automation. Mm -hmm. And so as a black belt, my job was to solve problems for Penske in those Mm -hmm. areas. And I did two years as a black belt. Uh, I did 14 projects for Penske and those Mm -hmm. projects saved 22 and a half million dollars. Um, so there's a lot of money to save in this industry. I take credit yeah. for the projects getting done because that's my job as a black belt. Uh, I give leadership the uh, credit for the money saved because that's their job. And by the way, if you ever hear about a Lean Six Sigma program failing, well, that's often the disconnect is leadership kind of thinks that somebody else is going to do the job for them. Um, the greatest description I can use is leadership should be the chief of police assigning the crime scenes to the detectives and then the black belts are the detectives who solve the crime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, basically after that, just very quickly, I was a master black belt for general electric power systems. Then I was a director of lean six Sigma for Cordis corporation. We make cardiac stents and catheters, vice president of lean six Sigma for JP Morgan chase in New York. Uh, then I helped home Depot start their program, which you know, that would be one of the biggest suppliers in the U.S. Uh, and then after that, I started my company because I sort of felt, you know, at this point, I'm one of the leading experts. I should start um, doing this on my own. And the rest is history. And then lastly, I teach at the uh, Georgia Institute of Technology here in Atlanta, Georgia, where people can come and get their uh, green and black belt certification through us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. So um, people may understand that the supply chain is one of the best places to look for opportunities to cut costs, recover waste resources, and also increase profits. But 
My question is, uh, what exactly does a uh, lean supply chain strategy look like? Please? Well, I think it. I think it starts with understanding it correctly, which I don't find a lot of organizations do. Like, so again, you'll hear these random cases. Oh, Lean Six Sigma didn't mm -hmm. work in my industry or yeah. my company. What you take out the word Lean Six Sigma and basically what you just said is making decisions based on data did not work in my company. So and that's why I laugh when people yeah. say this. What, what the true story is, is your company failed to implement it correctly. But um, the best example I can give is to separate the two. Lean, our modern day understanding lean comes out of Toyota, the Toyota production system, although most of that can be traced to Henry Ford. Um, and then Six Sigma is more uh, traced back to Motorola and the production of pagers. Uh, but if let's take uh, racing, you know, overseas, a lot of people like Formula One. Uh, in America, everyone likes NASCAR. Lean would be the pit stop. So lean would say, uh, how do we go from 10 seconds changing tires in NASCAR to 1.5 seconds in Formula One? So lean would be all about removing waste, uh, waste of waiting, waste of transportation. Actually, yeah. supply chain practitioners, our pitch is we sell our services to others saying that we can do their waste better, faster, or cheaper. Uh, transporting an object adds no value to the object. The fact that Amazon showed up at the door today with my product, uh, I do not get excited about the box. I get excited about what's in the box. So our sell is that we can do it better, faster, cheaper. The Six Sigma side, uh, again, going back to racing, that would be why aren't we winning races? So that's more your analytical uh, statistical-based decision-making. So NASCAR is how can we change tires faster? That's lean. Uh, Formula One, why aren't we winning races? That would be the Six Sigma application. So one of the things I always stress is lean Six Sigma is not process improvement. If you watch some of my videos online, you'll see me. Uh, I'm yeah. a big teacher in that. Mm -hmm. It is problem-solving. So in supply chain, I've done projects on uh, increasing on-time delivery, uh, which was not a process issue. I've done projects on packing the right items in a box. That was a process issue. Uh, we've done projects on reducing employee absenteeism. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest projects we did at Penske was uh, truck driver turnover, which is a big deal in supply chain and logistics. Uh, we had about a 11% of truck drivers quit in the first year and we were able to reduce that to about six and a half percent. So really at the end of the day, what I tell people is lean six Sigma is identifying mathematical metrics that are important to you. Then picking the ones whose current performance you don't like, and then using a proven methodology to identify the root cause and then fix it. Yeah. And then once we understand the uh, source of waste in our supply chain, then we can begin to develop our strategy to eliminate it. Can you please explain a bit on how to strategize it? Okay. Well, it, so let's go through the steps as I kind of highlighted earlier. Step one, it requires companies to be measuring things. So a lot of times mm -hmm. that's a missing link in organizations. Yeah. Um, 
So we all know in supply chain, we're going to measure on-time delivery accuracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're in the delivery service, you're going to measure damage. Um, you know, for retail, we're going to measure returns, et cetera. So it starts with step one, identifying the metrics. Step two, someone has to own the metrics. So there's quite a few cultures out there where everyone agrees, oh, yeah, we must measure on-time delivery. And then as a consultant, when I ask, all right, who owns that metric, everyone sort of looks away or looks at each other. So if if someone's not going to own the metric, then we can't drive improvement on it. So that's step two. Someone has to own the metric. Step three, then, you determine if you like its current performance. So if your Mm on-time delivery is 99%, well, then that may not be the thing we need to work on right now. Maybe what we need to work on is reducing cost of delivery from $1.08 a mile to $1.06 a mile, which, of course, the average person says, what's two cents? But, you know, over millions of miles, that adds up. Um, So step one, identify the metric. Step two, someone needs to own it. Step three, we need to decide if we like its current performance. And then step four, if we don't like its performance, assign someone to figure out why it is where it is today and then recommend um, ways to fix it. That basically is how you roll out a Lean Six Sigma Mm -hmm. culture and program. Yeah, awesome. So uh, I also found another terminology called Agile. So we now we have Lean and also Agile. So how do you see these two different approaches? They're they're not really different. Lean uh, Agile's just lean for software development. Um, So so let's. I mean, it's brilliant. It's like an basically how you know to apply lean is if it looks like an opportunity for a pit stop. Mm -hmm. So I know overseas Formula One's really big. So what is it about a pit stop? A car pulls in, everybody is ready. The tools are there. They're prepared. Uh, you know, the car is lifted, tires placed, and one and a half seconds, it's gone. So now let's move over to software development. In the old days, we had people sitting in different rooms. Uh, we would schedule these meetings a week from now on decisions that needed to be made two days before the meeting. Of course, meetings are delayed because somebody didn't show up. Yeah, you know, where do we put where do we put the list of things to do? Uh, oh, it's in an email that I sent out, and then someone replies. Oh, you know, and just the waste. So what Agile is is applying Lean to the waste in IT and development. So everybody's in a room. We've got a list of what needs to be done. We're we're basically you're eliminating the the waiting waste, waiting for decisions, waiting for people to decide what to do. Uh, you're eliminating a lot of the motion transportation waste in, in the case that most people are together in an area where quickly uh, mm-hmm. they can decide things. So really, Agile is lean for software development around the idea of making the necessary software decisions faster. Now, interesting, a lot of people leave the Six Sigma out. Uh, Six Sigma would be the elimination of testing in software, which yeah. that, that blows people's minds. They're like, well, you have to do testing in software? And the answer is no, you don't if you write it right the first time. So that's, that's part of the philosophical switch in Lean Six Sigma. For example, one of the things that I try to get rid of in industries is policies and procedures. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, well, we have to have a policy to do blank. And I go, no, policies tell people how to do it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Lean Six Sigma says make it impossible to do it wrong the first time. 
So a lot of Agile's strength is helping people understand what waste is and showing them how they can get rid of it and, and you know, write code in, in 30 minutes instead of three days. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right, Lee. So before we close our conversation today, do you have any final thought that you'd like to share to our listener? Well, I think, I think it's the big thing back in my introduction. Um, one of the big, you know, frustrating things for me mm-hmm. is to, to read an article or hear someone say, oh, you know, Lean Six Sigma didn't work mm-hmm. with, you know, company XYZ. Again, I can't stress enough. You just said that making decisions using data didn't work. That, I need yeah. people to understand that. And then I would say number two, getting away from the term process improvement and getting over to the term problem solving um, because then it opens up a whole extra set of things that you can work on. If you say you're only going to do process improvement, we can only work on, you know, uh, our pick pack ship process, for example, but we have no tools available for why our pickers aren't at work today. So by switching the terminology to, I want to fix metrics that aren't working, Mm -hmm. we can work on process and non-process related issues. Um, And you mentioned one of them in your first question, profitability. Profitability does not have a process. There's nothing I'm going to map out. However, in most companies, that is a metric that they would definitely like to improve. Mm -hmm. Those would be my big two takeaways for people listening. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Perfect. So thanks for sharing with us, Lee. See you next time and goodbye. All right. Thank you. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.